What's up, bootstrappers? It's Katie. And Nancy. And we are here with episode 10. Oh Can my you God. believe it? Lucky number 10. I feel like just yesterday was an idea. We should do a podcast. <gasps> just yesterday <laughs> was an idea. And now it's reality. Oh my goodness. Well, um, it's this is a really cool one because I feel like a lot of people, um, including myself, including you, including everyone um, who's kind of even thinking about starting a business and whatnot, is it all kind of starts with a side hustle. Not always, but a lot of times. And, uh, you know, we're going to be talking about side hustles and passive income. <laughs> my favorite thing i love passive income i do too because then you don't really have to do much yeah it just kind of happens <laughs> keeps coming now do i have a lot of passive income no <laughs> <laughs> i don't have any magic money that's what we're going to refer to it as magic, magic money. money yeah it's the money that just falls into your bank account on a regular basis no i don't have an allowance um but there's a lot of different options out there and there's a lot of ways that you can actually turn your you know side hustle into passive income or you know there there's a lot of different ways and we'll dive into that um, but one of the things that gets me with passive income and, you know, this side hustles and things like that is this kind of like new concept that's been coming out. It's called FIRE and that's F-I-R-E and that's financial independence, retire early. And it's this new kind of like call to action, like let's build our financial independence now so that we can retire early. Oh, I'm big on that because I think it's crazy whenever people are like, oh, I'll just keep working this regular job. And then when I turn 65, I'll retire and I'll enjoy it. I'm like, who is really enjoying it at 65? I want to enjoy it now. I know. I don't want to be 65. And I mean, yeah, that'd be fun, too. I want to do it then and now. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I want to do it both times, the entire time. Yeah. And unless you're playing the lottery, um, you, you know, it's not just going to happen. Which we did. We did play the lottery. <laughs> we lost. But we did play. Uh, we we had a really great night of planning and scheming and all of the things that we were all going to do. Split our money six, six ways. ways. Uh, Would have been great. I already oh, picked wow. out the the condo we were going to buy in uh, <laughs> Mexico that had like eight different units, too, that we would turn into rentals as passive income. Passive income yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's uh, obviously didn't happen. So we're back to square one. <laughs> But we're, we're manifesting it. We're it's manifesting it. I'm manifesting that condo in Mexico. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's, it's going to be a really, you know, it's one of those things. And we can kind of talk through some of the ideas that have been out there. I actually follow a lot of passive income um, and side hustle, uh, like Instagrams and TikToks and all of those things. And there's a lot of different ones out there and a lot of People are building really big businesses from it, um, from anywhere from uh, there's a lot of drop shipping options that you can do through like Etsy, where, you know, maybe you design a couple T-shirts, you put it on there. And when somebody buys that T-shirt, it literally gets purchased and shipped from directly from a printing company and it integrates with Etsy. You do no work. There's no work involved. It's automatic. And there's a lot of different people out there that are doing things like that. And so, uh, do you, I mean, I feel like you have a lot of side hustles. Um, I do. We did two new e-commerce, which is kind of like a drop ship as well. And then we've got an Amazon um, kind of flagship store. store I did not know you had an Amazon so store. So we did that uh, two weeks ago. Remember, I won't, at the Big Hat Brunch. Ah! 
So those deals went well. Um, that that was kind of like the thing that I'm like, I have no idea how I'm doing an extra hat and another hat because of the fact that the kids are going, you know, we've got um, Alex in college. Robert is about to start college. AJ's 10 and she's already thinking she needs a new car, which I have no idea where that's coming from. But I'm like, I don't think I have enough <laughs> Barbie Jeep, ma'am. <laughs> we'll get you a go-kart. So Brian and I talked about it and I'm like, all right, let's just open this because we have friends that are doing that right now yeah and so they are in the insurance space with us but they already started this and they've made a good kind of a, a good passive income and for them it's like okay let, let's break it down here because i'm like well how much are you looking to make like as passive income like addition or whatever it's not worth it if you're coming in at like 300 bucks you know 500 yeah it's bucks. a lot of work um as of right now with the way that it's kind of very like digitized because i don't have to do anything other than like plug and chug certain things yeah um so if our friends are making about fifty-five to six, uh, fifty-five hundred to six thousand dollars a month right now, and they've only been in it for about five months. Wow! So it's just the concept of having somebody show you how to get it started and and how to do it, and. Yes, you're paying for the actual aspect of like your your membership. Like you mentioned, Etsy. Etsy's also an amazing one that you've got to pay your you know your fees, and then mm -hmm. they, they kind of take it all out. Um, and then with Etsy, I've got another friend doing one right now. Uh, so they do Printify, I believe, and they yeah. link it to Etsy, and so you've got to pay for those services. Um, but at the end of the day, you're still making the income, so they'll charge your um, account. So huh. you're still making money. And so it just makes it so much easier because all you have to do is kind of upload a couple things and sell it. All right, let's get dirty. What's the startup costs involved in this? Um, I want to say we only ended up at $1,100 startup. Okay. Um, and is that's that all to at do once two. or is that just kind of little things here and there? Just little things here and there. And again, it's to start two. Huh. Because Brian wanted to do something completely different than what I wanted to do. And so I'm like, let's just do it. And now each month as we're going, um, you're making money, but then you're also having to pay in a little bit. Yeah. You know, just like if you if we were renting a space, you know, yeah. we're making money, but I've got to pay my rent. And it's kind of like if you didn't have the platform, you wouldn't be making this money anyway. Exactly. It's like your, your tax. It's your exactly. tax. So, okay. You have started this, I guess, an Amazon storefront. Amazon. Do you ever touch else. the materials that no. you? So you never touch it. I never touch it. I never see it. You never see it. Nope. How it do you deal with returns? Through. How do you deal with all it of those? It all things? goes through the system. So it's just like if you were to buy from Amazon directly. Yeah. Yeah. Except you're having it your certain product or what you want. Um. Actually, what's costing us a little bit more. Um, is our insurance because you still have to have insurance okay you still have to have insurance for that as a business um and so it's i think our insurance for this one was like 690 something for the year huh. yeah because you still got a liability depending on what you're selling totally and like i said somebody hurts themselves yes, whatever um so our friends are in the beauty industry health industry on amazon so makeup could cause somebody to break out um, if they use some sort of beauty product, the cream or whatever, you just never know. It's still your store. Right. This isn't something that Amazon has to respond for. It's your store. So question. I've got so many questions. Oh, my gosh. We're not <laughs> even going to move on from this. I'm literally going to keep asking questions. Okay. So what happens if something gets arrives broken? Like, is that on you? Does that come from your profit or does that get... Is that from the shipper? We we discuss it with the shipper to see what went wrong. Is it okay. something that I could have controlled or is it something that they controlled or is it something that the third party, like whoever's shipping or it, whether shipping. it's UPS, USPS, you know, FedEx, whoever is, is handling it. So there's a process to go through it. Okay. Um, and then, of course, whoever's buying from you when 
just like if I were to buy from somebody, I'm going to take pictures of how it arrived and I'm going to submit it and, and go from there. Absolutely. So there's a process that you honestly, it's truly passive income because if it's really an urgency, I'll get an email on it. But if not, I just get a check every month. That's nuts. And so with how busy we are, all I do is I tell Brian, I was like, I'm going to take one or two hours a week to check or upload products or upload pictures or whatever needs to be done. That's it. I wow. do not want this to cost me more time. <laughs> I need to just let the money come in, which I think that is how we're going to have AJ's business shift over that way. Although locally, she's going to love to print and, you know, yeah, but me. she can do the design. She can and do the Etsy design and all and stuff. that. Yes. I love it. Passive income, man. That's awesome. So um, you don't, there's no marketing costs involved, right? Mm -hmm. It's just there. It's there. And there's a couple things. Um, so with like the one Brian's doing, his is more of like a marketing downloadable situation, like okay. a digital downloadable, digital downloadable files type of situation. So he can just go off of Canva, uh, Photoshop, um, or any like stock photos, use them, and then just put his designs on them if he were to do that. Or if it's some sort of app system that he wants, truly it's his design. He uploads it. They buy that. They download it. They get to use it. Wow. Truly, truly passive, passive income. income. <laughs> so what would you say, how, how much time do you think, and I, I, you're in the beginning now, so I'm sure there's more time put in now. It took a whole weekend. Took a whole weekend. Okay. The whole weekend to put it together. The yes. whole weekend. The whole weekend. While you had the kitchen open. While, while you I had the kitchen open, um, AJ had soccer practice. I mean, regular schedule. It took the whole weekend because I'm doing 50 billion things. So it took the whole weekend to get it together. And now I feel that it truly just takes time to just get certain products uploaded and putting certain pictures up. Um, but it, it honestly, if you are in and out of all these other businesses that we've got, like I mentioned to me, Doing the kitchen is therapeutic. I love to cook. I love mm -hmm. to be able to sit there. And it's it's just, it's nice to do that. So the designing aspect of this, it's just nice to sit there and like <laughs> draw it out, color it in, pick the right shapes and what it's going to say. Or for us, what products, things that I like, things that I know other people will like. Um, so it, it honestly doesn't take much, which is why I told Brian, I think one to two hours a week um, just to kind of get keep it up. Maintenance. And, and maintenance, yeah. Huh. Product descriptions, where do those come from? Do you write them? We you can write them, or there's so many products that they you're already. It's like you're uh you're yeah. getting a wholesale type of situation, so they're already giving so you. So you, the description. we're we're gonna t piggyback off of episode nine. You are now competition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's oh, crazy. Goodness. No, that's awesome. I so uh fun fact, guys. Great passive income. Amazon storefronts. Etsy. Yeah. I mean, it's really just you. I mean, there is time involved in all of this. Yes. You know? There's a lot of time. It, if you really want to research it, it's going to take you some time to do some research. Um, and I think because we normally are always on watching reels and TikToks and, you know, Brian has spent maybe for the last four years always Tesla videos, supposedly, but then it's like another um, business idea and another business idea. I mean, he's just constantly watching these videos. And I mean, he comes from, you know, IT, the, his whole tech, tech brain comes into play. And um, it's been really interesting to watch him and the kids, they build their PCs. My, my boys are gaming. And, you know, AJ's just recently asked him, hey, I want a, a gaming PC. So Brian's like, oh, okay, well, we've got this, this and that. And she's like, well, why don't we just buy one? And he's like, because you're just buying a generic computer when I can give you this motherboard and this. And I'm like, what are y'all talking about? He's like, we build our PCs because 
she wants to have a gaming PC, so the pixels. And I'm like, I'm not a tech person. What are you? <laughs> I'm like, why don't y'all just have fun with that project? Um, but because his brain's always like in there ticking, and he's like, what if we did this? What if we did that? I'm like, and and it's just the curiosity of I think I yeah. can do this. Um, and then when you actually see that, and you're like, okay, cool. We're, you just have to launch it. Yeah. And then just see where it goes from there. Totally. Wow, that's it's insane. I mean. You know, like, I grew up around, you know, like, my parents having side hustles and stuff. My mom, I've mentioned this, had a candle business, you know, and things like that. And and it's crazy how technology has wildly changed. You know, I remember them doing um, eBay, basically, drop oh shipping God, back in the day. Yes. So, you would, they would buy, like, a bunch of, like, um, you know... Uh, uh, Undercar lighting kits was one that they bought, like just like twenty of them, yes. and then sell them for a higher price. That like, is crazy. Uh, Jacob used to uh, go to Goodwill when he was a poor college kid. He would go to Goodwill, buy really cheap clothes, and then take them to Plato's Closet to sell oh them for a higher God. price. <laughs> hey, that's uh, I will. Okay, so that's a smart thing to do as well. Um, I'm not sure about the Plato's Closet aspect, but I was actually just um, in Austin this mm -hmm. past weekend, and we were at this. Um, they had a market. It's right over by Buffalo Exchange, um, literally right by campus. Um, and so they had a, a, an amazing market. Everybody selling the vintage, you know, clothing of and course. whatnot, which you know they went to. Goodwill, Salvation oh, Army, and all that. And then these shirts are now like $25, $30. And I was telling Brian, I was like, I I'm a huge fan of Rolling Stones. I love their t-shirts. I love their music. And there are some that I wish I would have kept, like t-shirts from way back when. Oh, absolutely. I found one of those shirts this weekend, and it was priced at $325. <gasps> I was like, um. Uh, Ma'am. Okay, I did not buy it. I did <laughs> not buy it. Um, But I literally looked at that, and I'm like, oh, that's a whole pair of sneakers. Yeah. But uh, it, it's it's interesting how you can make a business. Yes. You just have to have the patience for what business you choose to do. Um, you, we see it all the time. We've got people out at um, at Eastside, like I said, this amazing market. Um, and so these guys are going through and actually finding this stuff. And either they're changing it up by um, bleaching it, Upcycling. by cutting it, whatever they do, it's worth their time. And that's what Serena does with Living Dead Threads. Yeah. It's all upcycling, recycling, and so taking something that already exists and making something new out of it. I think it's awesome. I mean, the concept of uh, upcycling is honestly really great, especially today, because, I mean, there's so much fast fa fast fashion there out there, and which is, you know, bad for the environment. I am a... Um, uh, what is a good way to put this? I am a, it's, it's one of my crux. I buy cheap clothes a lot. I try not to. Um, I buy, I really like to buy more staple pieces and the older I get, the more I'm trying to really invest in my wardrobe. But I love the concept of upcycling. It's, it's just, it's, it's, well, I'm I'm a, I'm a fan of it for sure. Um, my mom, uh, who's in Mexico right now, she she loves to be there, and I, I wish she would just come and move here permanently. But every time she's here visiting, she wants to go thrifting. Every time, I love it. And so I go thrifting with her, and then Brian's like, "What did you buy?" I'm like, "Could you believe I found this piece?" And because he's like, "Why do you know brands so much?" I was like, "I kind of grew up buying the brands." I'm like, "But you look at what you spend on something for a, a name." 
that it's um, it's obscene how much money it could be. Oh, absolutely. It's crazy. There's actually, I, I'm, I always revert back to TikTok. There was a TikTok recently where um, a leather guy, like a leather smith, I guess is what you would call them, was taking apart these very expensive leather wallets from like Gucci and Chanel and blah, blah, blah. He was taking them apart, showing how much leather they are, grading the leather, like actually grading it. And he's like, yeah, this is about $20 worth of leather. And it's like, yeah, I mean, you're really just paying for the name a lot of times. Now, I'm not saying it's not a good wallet, but he's like, no, this is $20 of leather. And, you know, we know that it's been done and it's not a handmade thing. So we know that it's about $10 in like, you know what I mean? It's just kind of like it breaks down the price. Yeah. And, 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 and I get it. You know, Brian is very much against the designer label. Yeah. Um, But I, I love certain staple pieces. For sure. Um, I, I think a good bag goes a long way. And it lasts a long and time. And it lasts. And I think I, I don't know if it was you I was talking to. I had bought these leather Steve Madden boots probably like six, seven years ago. Still have them today. Get them polished and they have lasted. And this is way back when Steve Madden was finally becoming Steve Madden and his um, leather boots that have come up to my knee mm -hmm. and they're flat because most people make them heel now. Um, these are some flat riding boots. Um, I think I paid like $390 for them. And I'm like, I've made, I made an investment on a staple, like good leather shoe. And I've worn them for seven years now and they don't go out <laughs> of style. And I doubt they ever will. I have a really great story about a very expensive staple piece I bought one time uh, that I could not afford. <laughs> Could not afford this piece. But um, you bought it either way. I'm going to tell you why, because I have anxiety. Um, so, you know those, like, little tiny boutiques you go into, like, in New York and stuff like that? And I swear there's 20 items in this store. I don't I don't understand how they keep the lights on. There's 20 items. It's a bare room. It's you and the person behind the, like, counter. And I went in there with my friend slash Jacob's boss at the time. And we're in this little boutique. I'm 23 years old. It's my first winter in New York City. I have no money because all my money is going to rent. And I am like in the store with her. She's definitely well, way more well off than I am. And she's like picking items. And she's like, oh, my gosh, you need this. You need that. You need this. And I'm just like in my mind, I'm like in my bank account. I'm like, I don't know if there are three digits in my bank account right now. Like, <laughs> like I think there might be two. Like, I'm not sure. Um, but like, I definitely felt that like this anxiety peer pressure to buy something. So I bought the cheapest thing in there that I could find, which was a pair of red leather gloves that had a finger touch thing that would work with my phone because it's so cold that you have to wear gloves all the time there and they were $75 I think I've seen these gloves yes you have yes I because have I still have them and I will never ever ever get rid of get them. rid of them I, I have seen these yes, gloves. I then. have these red gloves I still have them it's been nine years that's a good staple piece because when I saw them they're over sexy. winter they look so good they're a re I mean they're perfectly fit to my hand they have a little touch piece on the finger so I can still use my phone which was well ahead of its time um and then also like because none of the gloves you would buy had that so that was something that was really special and I just remember not having the money for them and I'm not advocating for you to buy something you cannot afford um because fire financial independence retire early we should be you know try to save as much money as possible and invest it in the right places but that was an accidental investment, and I I hold on to those very dearly. <laughs> One time I thought I lost them, and uh, they were in the pocket of my jacket from the previous winter, and I remember putting my jacket on. I was like, 
God, <laughs> you're like my $75 or something. <laughs> Which honestly, if you divide that by nine, I've spent less than $10 a, a year on gloves. Yes, exactly. <laughs> God. But yeah, no, it's uh, th- that, that that was my story. But back on topic, passive income. Um, and, you know, maybe your passive income is to do things like buy something really nice or go on a nice vacation once a year. Um, that's one thing that I kind of disagree with the kind of trend of this like, Oh, well, I'll never get the money back, but I also will never be swimming in Ibiza again. Or, you know, that like trend where it's like you're bragging about spending this money. It's like you can have both. You can have a nice vacation and you can also uh, save money. And, you know, it's, you know, it's it's being smart with your money, putting it in the right places, you know, putting the money, the $1,100 that you put into um, this Amazon storefront. That's an investment that will make multiple returns. And having passive income, honestly, for us, it's kind of like, all right, what do we want? You know, it's not. it doesn't mean that that money hits the bank and go spend it. Um, we specifically put an account for this business on its own. It's kind of like you set it up and you leave it. You know, yes, it's going to cost me some more to read the emails if something needs to be done or if I've got to update something in on, on the website. Um, but other than that, I, I don't want to look at what's – the ins and outs until like maybe two, three months from now. And then you look at that and then you're like, all right, what is it that you're wanting to do? Yeah. Um, for me, you know, I was telling Brian, I was like, well, the kids are always wanting to go on this vacation and we're, it doesn't, you know, for us, we can take them, but we do have our, our kids kind of sporadically spaced out in age. So AJ's like, I want to go to Disney. I want to Disney and I want to go to Disney. So I'm all about that. <laughs> but you know, Robert may not want to go to Disney. Robert wants to be in Cabo. So I'm like, all right, then that means we have to do two trips or three trips, depending on, on what we're doing. But it, it is, costing but there's always ways to save I mean I think a lot of people see you know oh they're always on vacation this not not me because I have friends that are always on vacation (laughs) but they're always like oh my god we save so much money because you know we went and we did our research and we're doing this or we're doing that and so people are able to make those things happen for them because they're researching they're finding ways to to save and when's the best time to go visit you know have a great way of, of Airbnb discount a group situation so it's it's always doable if you really look into it oh for sure I mean I used to do there's a flight hopper where you can take really long layovers for a really cheap flight. I mean, I am a sucker for a good deal. Um, And it's also, you know, utilizing things like credit card points. And there I have friends who are very, 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 very smart with their credit cards and um, they manipulate the system almost and they travel for free, like constantly travel for free. you know, and, and I do not advocate for you getting a bunch of credit cards and running up a bunch of credit cards. Yeah, debt. I was going to say, yeah. you have to be very um, disciplined with yes. that. Because it's easy to have a credit card and max it. And then you're like, how do I pay it off? Like, if you're not able to do that, then obviously don't max your card out. But if right. you're able to be disciplined and you, you know you're building credit or you have good credit. So you, uh, you end up having a visa that's, you know, it gives you miles, tra- traveling miles or points or even cash back. Um, just, just look into what it offers, you know, use it, pay it off, use it, pay it off and build that up. I think it really does. Um, it goes a long way when, oh, when yeah. you get your cash back or your, or your miles on there. Yeah. I mean, I've, I, you definitely just dis- being disciplined is very, um, is putting it lightly because, you know, having all of that credit card, uh, credit available is not free money it's you not. know you it, have to pay it back you and have to pay it back I think we talked about this on an episode or two episodes ago you also want to check your credit score you don't want to get a credit card use it and not pay it off it affects your credit and if you're trying to start a business you need good credit 
Yes, you do. And, you know, it, that affects a lot of different things. And it's going to make things cost a, a lot more in the long run. And I've learned that the hard way. You know, I I remember when I was 21, 22 years old getting credit cards and being poor and, you know, racking up a, you know, $500 gift or a gift card, $500 like credit card that, you know, I didn't have 500 bucks. That was a lot of money to me. And just not being able to not knowing what to do. You know, and then finally, it's just like, then like things would get so stressful for me, like even the thought of even paying it. Well, now it's late. Now there's a 30 day late charge on my credit and blah, 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 blah. You just kind of go down this like long rabbit hole. It's a never ending cycle because they charge you the interest plus your late fee plus now you're due for this much and then your payment goes up because of the late. I, I remember I was 18 once. It was between <laughs> 18 and 19. It happened. You know, we're, we're going into college. You know, it I mean, happened. I don't know why they gave us a card. Okay, they I honestly given don't us know. One. <laughs> then they should not have given us credit cards, uh, and they shouldn't have given us a lot of things. But that's a whole different, it's <laughs> a whole different uh, question or podcast. Which I would actually love to do a one on credit and an um, actual, you know, how to build it. Um, but yeah, it's just passive income is the way to go, man. I think it's definitely something to look at. Um, and you know, I, I hate to, to be referring back to credit cards, but you could get a credit card and pay for your passive income startup. Just saying. I'm just saying, but you got to have discipline, <laughs> discipline, discipline yourself to discipline not overspend yourself. Yes. Um, and don't spend what you don't need. You know, again, do not put those $75 red gloves that are so <laughs> sexy on that credit card. You know, don't spend what you don't have. Do you remember the old commercial where it was like the guy at the big house and he was on the riding lawnmower and he's like, I've got a beautiful house and a nice car and a nice, and he's like on the really nice lawnmower and he goes, and how do I do it? I'm in debt up to my eyeballs. <laughs> And it was like a, it was a, like a credit card recovery commercial or something. I just remember it being like, oh, <laughs> that makes sense. It, it is hard. I think today's society makes it even harder when people are trying to keep up, you know, trying to totally the, the whole facade and whatnot. And I'm like, it's just not worth it. Just thrift you that know? shit. I you think know? thrifting is the big thing. Well, right even now. those and purses, in. like you can secondhand all kinds. Oh, Depop. Um, I used to sell stuff on not only Depop, but also uh, Poshmark. You know, if you've got a bunch of stuff, you know, I'm not saying don't donate your clothes, but there's some nice pieces. Like, put that stuff on Poshmark. I mean, yeah. I've made some good money on there. I sold like a North Face jacket that was a gift for like 90 bucks one time. I'm like, yeah. dang. You're like, <laughs> you're making money. Or have a group garage sale. Never Ooh, we are having a group garage sale. <laughs> that does qualify as passive income. It sure does. Yes, that does. Have a group garage sale. Don't, don't have a big enough yard or don't have enough stuff to sell in a garage sale. Get like 80 of your closest friends together. It's fine. Yeah. Ours <laughs> is going to be amazing. Even if I make 20 <laughs> bucks, I don't care. It'll it's going to be a party It's going to be a party. We all know that. <laughs> um, so yeah, September 17th, come out to our garage sale. How's the weather looking? We had to postpone it. We did postpone it from, but it didn't even rain. So you know what? It didn't even rain. I think we'll be fine. What's some other like? What are are there any passive income ideas that you've had that you want to try? Because I have a couple. I have so many. Like what? First of all, okay. So um, I already have started the startup costs, and the startup costs are down or in. I've already I spent a hundred bucks. So you've already started it. Yes, but I have not actually started it. Okay, what is it? Okay. Um, so many people know I have two corgis. Their names are Pamplemousse and Lemmy. 
And I want to write a children's series on about Pamplemousse and Lemmy and put it on Amazon, um, the, the Kindle, like how you can do the digital yes. books. And so I paid an artist to do like 10 different renderings of Pamplemousse and Lemmy in various different, like Pamplemousse is sad, Pamplemousse is happy, and I want to do stories Oh my it. gosh, that is the cutest thing. I have heard of that. Yeah, like the writing the children's books and stuff, like, mm-hmm. or writing your own books, you can self publish on Amazon and Kindle yes. and you don't actually have to have a physical book and I mean you're the mom do you always do you look for things for your kids to read I do I think reading is is something that we should definitely push towards you know having our kids reading um, as opposed to like mine who constantly wants can I have another hour on iPad and play video games <laughs> um, I, I tend to take that thing away and I'm like here read a book um, you know it just kind of you should trade for a shirt <laughs> you can have an hour if you print mom a shirt <laughs> right <laughs> Oh my god, that's that's smart. Put I that in the that. put that in the repertoire of put things that to in use. There for sure. But yeah, no, I think um children's books are amazing and finding something that's cute and interesting, but also um, you know, in the right age group is gonna be a great idea. So I, I like that. I support that. That's I might a good even one, right? buy that, yeah. Yeah, you can buy my be my first like like Amazon <laughs> review. I'm in. <laughs> this is the greatest book I've ever read. Pample Moose and Lemmy. Um, another one, I've had so many. Um, so many bad ones too. What's another one that I've thought of? Oh, yeah, totally. Um, I've thought about running people's Instagrams for them and I came to the conclusion that I can barely run my own. So I'm just, (laughs) maybe not. That's actually a good one though. If, if somebody who's, you know, able to do something like that, it has the time. I think that's a good one, um, to give people out there. If you're good at doing, you know, just running, uh, social media, if you're good at putting content up, I mean, there's just so many things you can do. Because I know a lot of people are still working their normal, you know, full-time, part-time jobs. But then you're looking for another little side thing. Um, Look at what you're good at. And, you know, somebody might need your service. Absolutely. Well, and, and that's other things that you can do on the side. Check out sites like Fiverr. Um, they, like Fiverr is a really, really great one. You can literally get paid to apply to jobs on there. Yes, people will pay you to, to sit apply. there and just apply to jobs for them. Like if you want to get a new job or something, they just sit there and just submit your resume. I mean, that is a thing that takes a lot of time. Um, there's ghost writing. There's uh, gigs where like uh, voiceovers, you know, people just read a script for like podcasts or something like that. Um, there's also, I mean, there's all sorts of different gigs out there that you can do in your spare time. There's like taking surveys like there's somebody just pays you to sit there and take surveys check out sites like fiverr honestly fiverr sponsor us but that's a really (laughs) good side gig side hustle um way to do it if you've got a little extra time yeah time is honestly what's going to be on your side especially if you're like hey i'm not doing anything just sitting here watching trash tv which is what we do that is what we do um definitely check out some things that can be making you a little bit of extra money I love it. Well, I mean, that's pretty much all I have for today. What do you do? You got anything extra you want to s- share with us? Ooh, I don't know. No, you never what? shared what, what? What? What's your future side hustle, or is this a secret until you do it? My, I, I'm yeah, I'm more of a. I don't speak on it until it's out there. I love it. Well, I need. To, I'm going to yeah. speak my book into existence because I <laughs> need to do it. I have these 10, 20 images of my dogs. Started on it. (laughs) I'll show you the images of my dogs. They're very adorable. I can't wait. Oh my God. (laughs) All right. Well, we'll see you next time. Bye, guys.
This has been a Rogue Media Podcast. 